Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to the few in attendance and the thousands listening around the world, let's get ready to gamble! It makes me so excited to say that again. So excited because it is Super Bowl Sunday. My name is Tony Cavallo. As always, I'm joined by Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio, Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer, Crookston, and we are the West Coast Gamblers, the only sports gambling podcast that makes you money. And you can hear the excitement in my voice, not because it's the Super Bowl, but because we We are back. We are on your Twitter, on your Facebook, on your Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, wherever you can find us, we are back. 2020 is over. The calendar has turned. We are now in this new virtual face, virtual space. I can see Dangles. I can see Drew. I can't touch them and hit them anymore, but I can hear them, and you can too, and that's all that matters. I have an important announcement to make, more announcements to come back uh, as we go along, but the important thing to say is... We're here, baby, for the calendar year. We're not only here for the Super Bowl, but we're going to be here for March Madness. We're going to be here for the Masters. We're going to be here for the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, the MLB when that terrible sport comes back. (laughs) We'll be here to make you money for the whole entire year. And when the NFL starts again, well, we're back in our wheelhouse, baby. We have partnerships coming. We have money coming in. We are very happy campers. But let's get started with why we are here dangles it's super bowl sunday we took a whole year off a whole year where we weren't allowed to talk about the nfl i haven't been able to talk about my green bay packers at all and they're already dead in the water but we have a team <laughs> led by your former quarterback facing patrick mahomes how excited are you for this super bowl sunday oh my god i'm stoked i'm so stoked for this it's the matchup everybody wanted the nfl wanted it's christmas in what is it february for uh Champ- tampa bay fans and kansas city chiefs fans it's the old versus is the new, the young versus the old, and all the offense you can eat, boys. It's going to be a great game. There's going to be punches traded, haymakers thrown. Uh, we might, uh, you know, we might see Tom Brady have the greatest game of his entire life. We might see Patrick Mahomes have the greatest game of his entire life. I do think we'll see some superstars emerge that we weren't maybe expecting, but it's going to be a blast. This is the day that everyone has been waiting for, and a Super Bowl matchup that uh, uh, before this past year we would never have been able to see in mm-hmm. Brady versus Mahomes. This is the day. This is the day that the Lord hath made. A popular church hymn, and I'm going to sing it to the West Coast Gamblers, Tony. We have the greatest quarterback of all time playing the greatest living quarterback today. This would be like 98 Jordan playing 2011 LeBron. I cannot freaking wait. Neither can I. Neither can I. I'm excited. We have a propaganda for you. We have so many props to break down, and you know me. I'm the prop king, and I have I have a guarantee for you, but we'll be hitting the propaganda. We'll be breaking down the game with the best analysis. If you're a longtime listener or whether this is your first time, you know there's not a show that's better to break down a game, especially the Super Bowl, than the three idiots that you're listening to right now. But first, before we get there, before we dive into the game, we have a warning. We have to go to the Schaefer the Sharp Gambling School and learn a little bit because I am Tony Squares. Dangles is the sports gambling novice. We might be ready to make some bets that are already losers. And we're going to go to the Schaefer the Sharp Gambling School to make sure we're more intelligent with our money. And that is coming up next. Left Coasters. 
And we are back now for Schaefer the Sharps Gambling School. Listen, I know you don't want to go to school before you start eating your cookies and dessert and making prop bets and Super Bowl you bets. You can't even I go to real school. It's distance learning. I understand that. But we have a distance teacher right now in our resident sharp. Drew Schaefer Crookson is our resident sharp. He's the one to make sure we're not idiots with our money. So you, you, were, you were, were adamant that we did this before we started making our bets because you wanted us to be smarter with what we were doing. What mistakes are we going to make this weekend and why should we avoid them? Drew. Tony Squares, let's give the people what they want. What do the people want? They want ROI, return on investment, baby, positive EV. So we're going to we're gonna uncover some gems here. What I want to talk about right now, the power of the money line bet in the Super Bowl. Listen, guys, it's Super Bowl Sunday. It's the biggest game watched by the most amount of people that gamble the most amount of money of any sporting event on the calendar year. Now, how can we take advantage of this? Well, what does the public love to do? They love to bet favorites to cover, which in this case is the Kansas City Chiefs at minus three. But what else do the public love to do? They love to take that underdog to win straight up so they can get that extra money. And when you have a perfect storm of Tom Brady, TB12, the best quarterback in the history of football, you're going to get a lot of people to bet Tampa Bay Bucks straight up on the money line to make the Kansas City money line decrease in value. We've already seen this this week. Kansas City money line opened up at minus 175. As of recording today, it's already down to the low minus 160s. I wouldn't be surprised if kickoff, it got down to a uh, minus 150. So mm-hmm. what, am I, what am I recommending here? If you like Kansas City, I would highly, highly recommend wait till about 5-10 minutes to kickoff. See that money line. Take that money line. Forget the points. Don't worry about a cover. Don't worry about a backdoor bullshit. I mean, Kansas City was up 17 earlier this year against Tampa, and guess what? TB12, the backdoor is open, baby. He snuck in for, for a push. Take Kansas City's money line. You're going to have the best value of any money line all year. And if you like Tampa Bay, hey, I get it. You want to take him to win straight up. You don't want to worry. Let, let's take him to win. However, let's diversify, diversify your portfolio a little bit. Why not sprinkle on the money line, take some money, maybe buy the three up a half point. Go plus three and a half. Take some points. Don't blow your wad just on the money line. There's value in the favorites money line in the Super Bowl. There's value on the underdog's points. Number two, number two, you're going to see a ton of exotic bets this week, right? A ton of exotic bets. And they are shiny objects that Tony Squares and Dangles are drawn to. Ooh, I want to bet there will be a safety. I want to bet it will go into overtime. Listen, everyone remembers uh, Peyton Manning, the ball getting snapped over his head for the first play of the game as a safety. Everyone remembers the overtime thriller in Atlanta, New England, and James White scoring a touchdown. But guess what? It doesn't happen ever. In fact, you can bet go into overtime at plus 1,100. Seems like good odds, right? Mm-hmm. Guess how many times the Super Bowl has been in overtime once. Thank you, Tony. That's an implied a plus 1,100. You're going to hit that bet 8% of the time. It's under, under 2%, dude. Yep. It's under 2%. Yep. Safety to be scored, yes. Plus 800 seems good. No. There's been two safeties the last 10 years. And just so you know, I'm not advocating. to. You can bet the no safety scored at minus 1667. You can bet the no, uh, no OT at minus 2,000. Who wants to bet $2,000 to win $100? I'm not advocating at all. If you have $2,000 to be betting, you know, to win $100, I'm pretty sure you're not listening to this podcast, all right? <laughs> Do you, you you guys remember you guys remember your middle school drug counselor right the power the dare the dare counselor just say no to drugs 
There's nothing, which obviously didn't work for the three of us, there's nothing more <laughs> profound than being an adult smoking a joint in your teenage dare shirt. Makes mama really proud. However, I will say this. When it comes to Super Bowl exotic props, just say no. Wow. Wow. I, I, that was that was our trip to Shea for the Sheriff's Gambling School. A little knowledge, a little warning, a little trepidation while we're treading into these uncharted waters where you can literally so, bet on the coin flip of the game. Dangles has a question before we move on, though. So, yes, Mr. Well, Dangles. I, I mean, this is school after all, right? I, Absolutely. I, I'm sorry if I didn't, ra- I didn't raise my hand. That's my, that's my please, bad. Please, I apologize. Please. I, I, should know, I should know better after having you know, gone through 13 years of, of preparatory school and then four of college. So for, for you know, maybe the novice bettors who, who are you know, maybe a little dirty and more drawn to the uh, uh, exotic bets, as you suggest, <laughs> uh, what, what should we be? I mean, I think that the advice is good. Like, look beyond the number, right? Think about how often the thing is that you're betting on actually happens. When I was looking at some props for this game, game for uh for our propaganda later on in the show which you should stick around for you know obviously I, I didn't really think too much about the overtime or the the safety but one that crossed you know that i started looking at was two-point conversions right will there be a two-point conversion and then you start to look at the actual numbers there and 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 when you when it comes down to it that you know there weren't that many uh, two-point conversions between these two teams uh and so the percentage i guess sort of what you were saying the eight percent of the time you know that the outcome happens don't put your money on that. Don't be don't be swayed or drawn by how big the number is behind the plus sign. Well, listen, you're you're exactly right, Dangles, and specifically with two point conversions. I mean, we see we've seen football evolve over the last couple of years. You mm-hmm. know, people are teams are more aggressive. So two point conversions, I'm I'm even okay with. But like I saw make a a, a successful two point conversion at you know plus two hundred. That's just not very good odds. No. This is an example. There's a bet right now that a field goal kicker will hit an upright. With a kick. I mean, is that fun to bet on? Sure. Is it smart? It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's just stuff like that. I'm just talking about exotic, just literally exotics, shiny objects you're going to be drawn to. Just be mindful of them. So what you're saying is if it sounds too good to be true, it likely is. That's correct, my man. Correct. All right. And that was Shay for the Sharps Gambling School. But speaking of exotics, let's dive into some of them. Coming up next, everybody's favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite segment. It's everybody's favorite segment. I, I'm smiling ear to ear, ready to jump into the Super Bowl propaganda. Left Coasters. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Super Bowl Sunday, which means you can bet on absolutely anything you can bet on the color of the gatorade being dumped on the winning coach you can get bet on the national anthem over under you can bet and if you're like me you think you have a system to bet the opening song of the halftime show i have hit that six out of seven years and i will not be taking it again this year because nobody likes the weekend and it's the worst halftime show we have seen in the history of me watching the super bowl we're not going to talk about that though we're going to talk about the props that are going to hit i have charged each of our hosts to come up with Five for sure props to give out to the fans. Five props each, 15 props total that we're going to give out to you for free. And you can make money on these props. These props are going to be given out in order of confidence. The first one we give out is a, is a yes, we think it's going to happen. With the last one being a guarantee. And so first, first up in the propaganda, Picking all from the world, what can possibly happen in this game? Drew Schaefer, the sharp Crookston, you are charged with giving us our first prop of the propaganda, baby. What do we have to start us off? Tony Squares, aren't you going to explain to the people we're going least confident to most confident, correct? So my first... Yeah. Okay, okay. So this is my number five pick, just so you know. Now, I said don't don't bet exotics, blah, 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 but I saw this 
and I like it. I'm going to bet any quarterback, that means obviously TB12 or Mr. Mahomes, two pass for 400-plus yards at plus 250. If we look back, wow. at, if we if we look back at these uh, the previous media, Mahomes went for 462, and freaking Brady went for 345. I think Mahomes. I mean, listen, he could have got he almost got 400 in the first half. Brady at the game script, they get down, they need to chuck it. I like this bet a lot. Any quarterback to pass for over 400 yards at plus 250. Wow, plus 250 is pretty good. 400 yards is a lot, but if this turns into the Philadelphia New England game, then everybody's throwing for yards. Everybody in the world's throwing for yards. Dangles, we're going to come to you next with your first prop bet. All right, uh, my first prop bet of the day is going to be uh, and, and look, I, I bet something similar to this last year. I know you're probably thinking, oh, here comes the jersey number prop, which scores first. Unfortunately, this year, I think there's a little too much parity. It was a little easier last year because all the yep. major players had, uh, had had jersey numbers under, I think it was 26 and a half was, was the number. Yep. There was like one player, maybe two, Kelsey and Kendrick Bourne, I think, who, who were worrisome uh, uh, last <laughs> time around. This time you got it all over the place, so I'm not going to touch that. Instead, I'm going to go, I'm still going to go <laughs> pretty exotic. Um, I'm going to hope that there's some trickeration, that there's a little creativity Ooh. that goes on. I Ooh. would like to, I, I love bet this. over two and a half players to attempt to pass at plus 165. Now, I, I almost, I almost, if I were feeling, if I had a little extra money to spend and, you know, maybe grandma's birthday check cashed, I might just go completely nuts. And Your bet grandma still gives you money for your birthday? Sometimes she sends me a $20 <laughs> bill in the, in the, uh, uh, in, in the mail. I'm hoping that as the years Jesus. go on a little bit more, she'll, uh, and it's going right to the booking. <laughs> I'm hoping as the years go on a little bit more, she'll, you know, start to maybe do checks and, um, just start to lose How track old of the number of zeros. Um, uh, hey, some people's grandma must still send the money. I'm not going to say no to it. How old um, is your grandma? Um, a gentleman wouldn't ask, and a, a gentleman wouldn't tell. I don't know. Um, so I, I, what I was going to what I was going to say is, uh, I, I did also see. Now, if you really want to go crazy and and think that maybe this particular pass would be a touchdown, which isn't crazy, it's plus 1100 for over two and a half players to throw a touchdown pass. I don't think that's that crazy. It's not outside the realm of possibility that Tyreek Hill, for example, could throw a touchdown pass or Antonio Brown could throw a touchdown pass. It's happened before. I think both of these coaches are creative enough to get to it. I like, I, I, I'd go the safe bet, plus 165 on two and a half players to attempt, but Super Bowl Sunday, I'm feeling a little saucy. I think I might, I think I might dive in, go nuts, and bet the two and a half players to throw a touchdown. Dangles, a man after my own heart. That two and a half players to attempt to pass is one of my favorite bets to take. The odds have been against you ever since the Philly-New England game where I gave that out on this podcast, and we won it. But again, that, it's always fun to root for that. Always fun to root for that. And I saw the players to throw a touchdown pass as well. I did not take it, because, but it is in my honorable mentions pool. We do have an honorable mentions pool. We had to do five, but of course you're coming up with more than five when you look at all these. My first gamble, my first prop is on the first play of the game. No, I'm not betting the coin toss. No, I'm not betting the national anthem, but I'm betting the first play of the game. And this is stolen from another podcast, another man, an NFL player, because this has to do with the kickoff. And again, this, is, this information is stolen from one of the only men in the history of the world to actually kick off in a Super Bowl. Did you know 
that the ball they use to open the kickoff of the Super Bowl is the ball that goes directly to Canton, Ohio. That ball comes out of the box, fresh as a daisy, is put on a tee, it's kicked, it's caught, it's returned, and then it's put right back in a box and sent to Ohio. No scuffs, no deflation, it's not a K-ball, it's not anything can happen. It comes right out of the box and put on the tee, which means it's hard as a rock, which means that opening kickoff will not do the normal thing and sail through the back of the end zone, making it an automatic touchback. My first prop to you is the kickoff, opening kickoff of the Super Bowl will not be a touchback, and that is coming in at plus 230. No, it will not be a kickoff. Now, you can get uh, different numbers if you want to bet the certain kicker. Harrison Butker is the person to take, in my opinion, being plus 200 for a no. But if you go to certain books, you can find the opening kickoff will not be a touchback at plus 230. Those are our first props of the day. Schaefer the Sharp, prop number two. Uh, you guys literally just flunked uh, Schaefer the Sharp gambling school, by the way. But that's okay. It's Super Bowl Sunday. We're having fun. But I am going to go with another kicking prop, Tony Squares. You're going to like this one. I'm going to bet uh, Bucks punter Brad... Um, Maybe you can help me with this. Uh, you're giving him pinion. shit for a you're giving him shit for a kickoff pinion. prop, and you're about to lay down a punter prop. Just wait, pinion. Mr. Dangles. Mr. Brad Pinion for the Bucks is over under on longest punt for the game is 54 and a half, 54 and a half yards. Now he's only he's only accomplished this 15 times in 49 career games, and this is priced appropriately at minus 150. I'm betting under Mr. Pinion under longest punt 54 and a half yards. That's a sharp play. That's my number two prop. See, that is Schaefer the Sharp coming in and taking a minus 150 in the propaganda. What a lame-ass bet that is. Dangles, save us. What's your second prop? All right, uh, gentlemen. Prop number two today uh, is I'm going to go with... This is this is a tough one. I think, I think number two today is uh, I'm going to take either team to score unanswered three times at no plus 170. I think the high total in this game makes that a decent a decent bet. doesn't happen frequently, um, and these two are just super high-scoring teams. I think you're going to see guys throwing the haymakers back and forth at one another. So plus 170 that uh, no team will score unanswered three times. I understand your thinking. I just don't think it happens, especially when it comes to ending the first half and starting the second half. You have a chance to get two scores in a row automatically. It's tough, if you, but if you expect a back-and-forth game with not a lot of defensive stops, then yes, you're correct that no, a team will not score unanswered three straight times. But I'm, I stayed away from that one, stayed far away from that one. And this next one you might want to stay away from too because I don't believe that this game is going to be as high-scoring, especially early, as most other people do. I think it's going to be a little hesitant to start, as most of these Super Bowls are. I also think there's going to be a crowd for the first time for these most of these players, and Brady and Mahomes will be fine, but some of the other players might get a little bit of those Super Bowl jitters coming in. What I expect is the first score of this game to be a field goal. I think this team is going to start to matriculate down the field slowly. This game is going to start out a little testing the waters. And the first score of the game to be a field goal is plus 150. I think that's pretty good odds for that possibility, which I think is very likely. Now, there's a, a second part to this that I will not take. But again, if you have some of Grandma's money coming in, you might want to sprinkle a little bit on this because the juice is very good. The first TD of the game to come in the second quarter, meaning the first quarter you see no touchdowns, first TD of the game to come in the second quarter is sitting at plus 450. I think that's pretty good odds if you're like me and you think this is a low-scoring defensive struggle to start us off. 
Shea for the Sharp. Really, really like this one. I thought about even moving it higher, but the game script is just giving me a slight pause, but still comes at number three. I'm going Tampa Bay rush yards over 92.5 as a team at even money. I was actually shocked it was even money. They've hit this They've hit this number in four out of the last five games. Now, the first time these two teams met, they only rushed, Tampa Bay only rushed for 76 yards. However, Ronald Jones had nine carries. Playoff Lenny, who's been a stud this playoffs, had three. 12 attempts for 76 yards, and they threw almost every down in the second half because they were down by 17 points. I love this bet. Tampa Bay mm-hmm. rush yards over 92 and a half. Even money. Wow. Okay. No, my, my, my next prop has to do with rushing the ball as well. But first, we go to Diggity Dangles. Prop number three, my guy. Well, so does mine. Uh, and you mentioned uh, playoff playoff Lenny. Guys, I'm going to make this one nice and easy. Anytime touchdown, Leonard Fournette, plus 120. Playoff Come on. Lenny. Think about it. They're going to get down into the end. They score in the end zone. This is how this is how it works. Tampa Bay's offense works one of two ways. They either throw a deep ball on you and score a big, long touchdown with, with Mike Evans or, or, or something like that, or they matriculate the ball down the field, get into the red zone, and they're almost unstoppable in the red zone, whether that's Brady throwing touchdown passes or whether they get to the one-yard line and Uncle Lenny punches it in. Again, uh, an anytime touchdown for playoff Lenny Fournette plus 120. Can we stop talking about calling him playoff awesome. Lenny? Can we do it's he's awesome. fucking Leonard Fournette? He doesn't do anything. He stinks <laughs> every he got forty yards hey, don't you, in the Green don't Bay you owe Championship me a beer, Tony? game. He got forty yards in that Thank game. You. I do owe you a beer because he just barely got over the forty three and a half yardage mark. He's not playoff Lenny. He's just a dude. He's just a guy. Okay? His name could be Leonard Smith and he'd be getting the same amount of pub. He stinks at running the football. My bet also has to do with rushing the football, but my bet also, I wanted to dabble a little bit into the bets that I never normally take, but since we are now not just an NFL podcast, since we are branching out to sports gambling of all other sports, I'm going to include another sport in this bet. Because again, when I say you can bet anything on the Super Bowl, you can bet anything on the Super Bowl. There is a bet out there right now. Who will have more? Tom Brady rushing attempts at plus 1.5. Versus Chris Paul free throws made. Chris Paul free throws made at minus 1.5. Now, your boy did research on this. In Chris Paul's last six games, he has made 2, 0, 5, 2, 0, 4, and 12 free throws made. Tom Brady rushing attempts in the playoff games in the week 17, 5, 3, 5, and 1. Kneel downs included as rushing attempts, fellas, and he's getting plus 1.5 against this. Chris Paul is playing my Boston Celtics. We like to foul, but we're not going to be fouling Chris Paul. I am taking Tom Brady at plus 1.5, more rushing attempts than Chris Paul made free throw attempts at even money. Tom Brady all day. My next prop has to do with Tom as well, but let's go to Schaefer the Sharp with his fourth prop of the day. I like that, Tone. I like that. I'm going to have to uh, jump in there with you. I, I took a Zion Williamson points rebound assist last year. That cashed for me. Uh, those yep. are fun. Those are fun, the cross sports. Um, I'm going to do I'm gonna do a matchup uh, prop here myself. We're going gonna, gonna to stay with football, though. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey, minus 18.5, to have more receiving yards than Chris Godwin. This is simple to me, boys. The Kansas City Chiefs very quietly have allowed the fewest receptions by wide receivers in the NFL and the second fewest yards of wide receivers in the NFL. 
I think mm. they just they, they just shut down one of the premier slot receivers in the game two weeks ago in Jarvis Landry. They held him to a measly, I'm talking a measly, seven catches for 20 yards and 10 targets. Now, Cole mm-hmm. Beasley kind of squirted, squirted around last or two weeks ago, got 88 yards. But I'm thinking if Chris Godwin still gets 90 yards, and I think that's high because I, th- I would take him under that. I still like Kelsey to go for mm. a buck ten and more. I love this bet. This is priced at minus one fifteen. I think Kelsey's the moose. He's the greatest tight end possibly ever, and I mean that knowing that we got Gronk on the other side of the ball. He might be the greatest tight end ever when he's when he's when he's done finished. He's that good. Give me Travis Kelsey minus eighteen and a half receiving yards over Godwin, and obviously what that means he needs to finish the game with nineteen more yards than Chris Godwin. Nope, that makes sense. Uh, what doesn't make sense is you calling a, a wide receiver the greatest tight end in the history of football. But again, Kelsey he's a is big, very, he's, very good. He's a big, he's, 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 a, he's the biggest slot receiver ever to play. He is a huge wide receiver, but he will be throwing as many blocks on Sunday as I will. Okay, so let's be honest. Dangles, what do you have next, my guy? All right, uh, next up, I'm going to go to the quarterbacks here. Uh, total touchdown passes over four and a half at minus one. 50. Uh, Pat Mahomes, uh, in his last, uh, in his last 10 games, he's thrown for more than three touchdowns in five of them. That's enough to get me even to push over and, and potentially throw some money down on, uh, his individual over two and a half touchdown passes, which right now mm. is priced at uh, minus one fifty-five. Uh, meanwhile, Tom Brady hasn't thrown fewer than two touchdowns since week nine, and he's got eight games of three or more this season. And I looked this up. He's thrown, uh, more than two touchdowns in six of his nine Super Bowls so far, despite uh, a pretty prevalent lack of talent at the wide receiver position, the vast majority of the time there in New England. So I love the, uh, the again, I do think this is going to be a high scoring game. I think you're going to see these guys going back and forth. Uh, and I think it's an easy money to make uh, on the total touchdown passes over four and a half. Or if you're not really feeling like you want to jump on both teams, I think Patrick Mahomes over two and a half is a lock as well. I really like that, Dangles. I do really like that. Uh, of course, you saying like the Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown kind of gets in the way of that passing touchdown bet. But even so, I think they could get five passing touchdowns between them at minus 150. That's not too much to pay. I don't mind it. My gamble has to do with Thomas Edward Brady III as well. Because a longtime listeners of this show know that Matthew Dangles, Daniel Antonio is a diehard Patriots fan. They also know that I hail from New England as well, even though I bleed green and yellow. But I have had a hard-on for Tom Brady ever since I've been watching football. For 20 years, he has played, and this is his 10th Super Bowl. That is remarkable. And I said last year that I am going to go down with the ship until that ship has sunk. And if you're like me, you think Tampa Bay has a real chance to win this game because Thomas Edward Brady III is manning the helm. And what happens, Drew? What happens usually when a quarterback of this magnitude wins a game in the Super Bowl? What accolade are they normally handed at the end of the day? Uh, The MVP trophy, Tony. It would be the MVP. So if you think Tampa Bay is going to win, Drew already told you the hassles of taking a Super Bowl uh, underdog uh, money line. If you think Tampa Bay is going to win, why wouldn't you take the bigger odds of Tom Brady at plus 200 at some places to win the MVP? My opinion, I'm going down with the ship. I think Tom Brady has one more left in him. I think he needs one more MVP, and he doesn't have a Dion Branch on this team to steal a Super Bowl MVP on him. There's too many weapons. He has too many weapons to throw to. Antonio Brown, Evans, Godwin, all those. Scotty Miller catching touchdowns. Tom Brady will be the MVP of this game if Tampa Bay wins. And if you think Tampa Bay is going to win, Tom Brady's your guy. There are also little sprinklings, because we're going to get to the honorable mentions right now. 
Little sprinklings of Tom Brady anytime touchdown at plus 450. And if you want to get fancy, Tom Brady to score a touchdown and Tampa Bay to win at plus 900. If you're like me and you believe in the GOAT, why not sprinkle a little bit on that one and call yourself home? Before we get to the guarantees, before we get to the final prop of the day, the prop you must go out and take because we are here to make you money. I know we have some honorable mentions that didn't quite make the cut, but we want to mention real fast. Shea for the Sharp, you got any honorable mentions for the boys? I do. Based on the Shea for the Sharp gambling school, I'm going no defensive TD or special teams TD at minus 300. I think that's a great price. Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, both to have over uh, have over 80 receiving yards at plus 135. Mm. Uh, I haven't really got good prices on Cameron Brait anytime TD yet, but I'm going to look towards yeah. Cameron Brait anytime t- TD. I'm going to fade probably all Scotty Miller's unders. And um, the one the one kind of quote-unquote exotic, it happened last year, I'm going to go a halftime tie at plus 1150. That's, yeah. I was looking at those ties and first quarter leads and stuff like that. Those are interesting takes i'll hit on one of those when we break down the game in just a bit but last one tony last one sorry tyreek hill also rush yards i think i saw something stupid at like six and a half rush yards yeah crazy like i i gotta throw that in there an honorable mention i I wish you didn't interrupt me drew because that was one of my honorable mentions absolutely tyreek hill over rush yards at five and a half rush yards that's one play fellas dangles do you have any honorable mentions before we go to our guarantee uh, just one, and I think it's it's mostly one to piss you guys off because it goes a- against everything that that Schaefer the Sharp would teach in his his gambling school, and everything that he just said not to do in uh, Schaefer the Sharp's uh, gambling school. Again, very simple here, guys, and and there's no reason for this other than it. I think that it's silly. Um, the Gatorade color is going to be red because both teams are red. <laughs> Done. Done. Plus two hundred. Drew. Uh, anything to Tony? say on that shape of the shark? And to Tony. <laughs> uh, uh, my, uh, other than the Tyreek Hill rush yards, I really truly looked at that, and I will be taking that on Sunday. Uh, I am really feeling that Robert Gronkowski is the betting favorite here, and I would fade all Rob Gronkowski plays if there's plus money to be attached. Robert Gronkowski right now is, uh, I see a number at 23.5, and, and the under is at plus 175. I mean, Gronkowski had one play against the Green Bay Packers that he broke a tackle and ran for 30. I don't see that happening against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. I would take all Gronkowski unders if they're going to give you a little bit of juice on it. And also, you can play or match up. And this, you have to watch. You have to watch the injury report and who's going to play because you don't know who these people are coming into Sunday. But if you can match up Clyde Edwards-Hilaire versus Ronald Jones, I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a much better chance of producing on Sunday than Ronald Jones does. And I have seen Clyde Edwards-Hilaire rushing yards at plus four and a half versus Ronald Jones rushing yards, and it's plus money to take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. That's the way I would be leaning. But again, not giving it out on this podcast because we don't know the injury report quite yet. Let's move on to the final prop and propaganda, the prop that you guarantee that you put your stake down and say this is going to make you money. Schaefer the Sharp, start us off. Boys, this is, I mean, the NFL has to be just doing cartwheels right now. Again, the greatest quarterback of all time playing the greatest living quarterback of all time. Tampa Bay, essentially a home team in Florida, Super Bowl Sunday. You got the go in his 10th game against the Mahomes going for back-to-back. Andy Reid, Bruce Arians. I think the NFL is going to want a lot of action. It's going to want a competitive game. It's going to want 
Not a lot of stoppages. Now, we saw this last week in the conference championships. Those refs, they're going to let them play. Do it to me. They're going to let Don't them play, do boys. It to me. Only a combined six and a half penalties in the conference championship games. My best prop of the Super Bowl Sunday, we're going to go under 10 and a half penalties. I love it. 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 I think these refs are going to let these guys play. They're going to let Until the game. The last play of the game when it they're, matters. They're going to let the game be decided on the field among these two awesome gladiators of their for sport. For 59 minutes. Under 10 and a half penalties. That's for you, Tony Squares. Thanks, Drew. You're really driving the stake in there. By the way, Matthew Stafford is no longer your quarterback, you punk dangles. Just What's your salt Super on Bowl prop guarantee? Just, just, just not nice. Um, all right, here's my guarantee for, for the Super Bowl, guys. Leonard Fournette again coming back another another Leonard Fournette bet another Leonard Get Fournette bet. Get out of here! No. What are we doing? Is, it, <laughs> no, is this I, just I, the I, kill out, Tony podcast? Leonard Fournette over three and a half receptions at minus one fifty. All right, uh, he's the Kansas City this year gave up the most receiving yards to opposing backs, along with five and a, uh, a five point four catches per game by the running back position. The Chiefs have allowed four or more catches to opposing running backs twice in their last three games, including four to TJ Yeldon in the conference championship game. Leonard Fournette has 14 catches through three playoff games, and he's topped the total of three and a half. He's covered that in three straight games. I know you don't like Leonard Fournette, Tony. I know you don't like playoff Lenny, but playoff Lenny has been a force in the backfield. He's been catching the ball, and this is a guy, Tom Brady, who is used to having someone to throw the football to out of the backfield. Kevin Falk, Shane Vereen, James White, just to name a few guys. I think that, you know, I then we'll talk about this as we get into the into the the Super Bowl breakdown. I think one of the keys to the game is Brady is going to need to revert back to the New England ways and the New England playbook and play a little more dink and dunk that he might like to if he wants to beat this Kansas City defense. So, Leonard Fournette, over three and a half receptions, minus 150. That's my lock for the Super Bowl. Dangles, I can't wait to be next to you watching this Super Bowl when we watch Leonard Fournette do what he's done in every playoff game so far, drop two passes or more from Tom Brady. Leonard Stonehands Fournette, I cannot believe you mentioned him in the same breath as Kevin Falk (laughs) and James White, you buffoon. Let me go to my guarantee instead. Let me go to the guarantee that I've been... The the reason I built this propaganda like this is because I wanted to give out this bet as a guarantee. That's how sure I am that this is going to hit. Because I watched... Firsthand, my Green Bay team, which was very good at running the ball all season, gets stalled by this great defensive line in Tampa Bay. Vita Vea coming back to full health, Ndamukong Sue, Levante David, and uh, Devin White just running so fast at the line of scrimmage, just blowing up every rushing play. Kansas City's going to struggle to run the ball early, and I think they're going to have to get gadgety in order to move the ball because Pat Mahomes behind a, a backup left tackle, a backup right tackle. The center is currently in COVID protocols, although it had to do with a haircut apparently and he's going to play crazy story coming out of Kansas City they cannot pass the ball the whole entire game they're going to need to be able to run the ball and they're going to need to be able to run the ball with players that aren't their running backs with special plays we already talked about Tyreek Hill getting over five and a half rushing yards but at plus 120 me Cole Hardman to have one rushing attempt that's one rushing attempt for me Cole Hardman he doesn't have to gain a yard with it how many times do bet. we see jet sweep motions bet. coming out of this Kansas City scheme? Mecole Hardman will be on the field, and he will be... I, I, you could take his uh, receptions. You could take his receiving yards. You can take whatever you want with Mecole Hardman, but I guarantee you he is getting a handoff once 
in this game, just once in this game, and that is plus 120 for Nicole Hardman to have a rushing attempt. Put that in. I know I will. Tony Squares signs off on it. That is the guarantee. Do you have anything else to say, boys, about the propaganda, about betting on legitimately anything before we move on to breaking down this game the only way we know how? Well, Tony, I am feeling kind of thirsty, and uh, based on a couple weeks ago, I think you owe me a beer, so I want to roll that bet over, and uh, let's bet, shall we, boys, on the first beer commercial. And Tony Squares, since I went first, I'll actually let you go first, buddy. Dangles, you'll be the sandwich, and and I will be the caboose, but here are the odds. First beer commercial from Anine from Anheuser-Busch. We got Bud Light at Even Money, Mick Ultra at plus 125, Bud Light Seltzer at plus 25, and of course, Michelob Organic Seltzer, which I'm sure has zero sugar or zero calories and zero alcohol in it at plus 500. Uh, it is interesting. It is interesting about this that uh, uh, Anheuser-Busch will not be having a Budweiser commercial during this Super Bowl. It was very interesting to news to know that we aren't seeing the Clydesdales or any version of the Clydesdales coming to us this Super Bowl Sunday. In fact, you're going to be seeing a lot of uh, companies you wouldn't normally see during a Super Bowl play these adverts during the Super Bowl. Very interesting what's going on with the NFL, with television and advertisement in general. That all being said, uh, I'm going Bud Light for the top because if there's a beer to be had and I'm ordering at a bar, I'm ordering a Bud Light, let's be honest. It brings me back to home. You could have 17 of those and still be able to drive your car back home. Uh, Don't do that, that, folks. I don't recommend that. We're, we're, we're not uh, we're not telling you to do that, but you know. Bud lights go down like water, and this commercial will come and go, and you'll never expect it to happen. Dangles? You know what else goes down like water? Seltzer. Seltzer goes down a lot like water, and it tastes even more like water, and it, it, like you're not even drinking alcohol. Uh, Tony, your, your bet on Bud Light clearly shows how out of touch you are with pop culture and what the kids are doing and thinking and drinking these days. This is a lock Bud Light seltzer. I'm pretty sure the first commercial we saw in last year's Super Bowl was for Bon and Viv uh, Seltzer, starring friend of the show, show Sal Reynolds. Um, and we <laughs> we are going to see <laughs> Seltzer once again, once again, this year. Bud Light Seltzer plus 425. That's a lot. Dangs. I like it, man. I thought I was going to sneak in there with that third pick and grab that Seltzer. But now that, you know, you forced my hand, I got to take the second favorite here because, you know, when I'm rollerblading, when I'm working out, when I'm doing like wide grip pull-ups and hiking, and when I'm like horseback riding, what do I want? I want a Michelob fucking Ultra. I fucking love Ultra, man. Are you kidding me? Do a couple, just do a set of bench presses, hammer some Milk Ultra. I mean, who wouldn't want a Michelob goddamn Ultra? Beers and benches, baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, rollerblading, outdoor activities, you know, having fun with friends, you know, Zoom beer, Zoom happy hour. It's Mick Ultra time, baby. Plus plus 125, first Bush commercial, Mick Ultra. Take it to the bank. That love was pure. And uh, on that note... That's it for the propaganda, boys. Uh, I'm ready to have a Bud Light boot light, if you know what I mean. Let's move on, though. Before we, before we get to drinking, get to hanging, get to watching these boys sling the rock, let's break down this game right after this. Left Coasters. All right, boys, we've broken down all the fun bets, all the glitz, all the glam, all the Gatorade, but now it's time to break down the game. The only way we know how, the West Coast Gamblers, the show that makes you money. It's time to tell you who's going to win and why on Super Bowl Sunday. We have the one-seed Kansas City Chiefs playing an away game for the Super Bowl, going to Raymond James Stadium to play the five-seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady, going to Tampa Bay for one season and one season only, entering the locker room and saying, hey, you boys want to go to the ship? 
step and then doing it. He has taken them, the first team ever, to host a Super Bowl. It's insanity. Dangles, my guy. I already sort of set the game up, but uh, at least give us the time and place, man. And uh, of course, how, how many miles does it take for us to get there? Should we be one of the frontline workers that gets a ticket to this game? All right, boys, here we go. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Super Bowl 55. That's LV for those of you following along in Roman numerals. The one seed Kansas City Chiefs versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The five seed. It is the first ever Super Bowl that will be played at a home, at the, uh, one of the team's own stadiums. Tampa Bay playing it in their own stadium. 22,000 in attendance, uh, including uh, frontline health workers who have been comp tickets. It starts at 6.30 Eastern, 3.30 Pacific, and uh, it's a cool 2,500 miles from the City of Angels here in Los Angeles to Raymond James Stadium, the vast majority of it on I-10, uh, which, by the way, boys, I've lived at both ends of. Santa, uh, it starts in Jacksonville, Florida, and ends in Santa Monica. I have lived at both ends of Interstate 10. We'll be hopping off of it to get down to uh, 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 Raymond James in Tampa on the uh, on the Gulf side of Florida. A little bit, a uh, little bit closer for you there, Drew, uh, uh, from Michigan. Just uh, about 1,200 miles from uh, for you there, and from the mitten all well, the way down uh, to long, America's penis. Long-time listener. Dangles, wait. Hey, let me get my nine-year-old here for a goddamn geography lesson. You're well, you're welcome. Read a book. <laughs> long, long-time listeners know that they can finish their drink now. Dangles mentioned his time in Jacksonville. Drew, what's the line uh, for this game? We got uh, Kansas City at minus three, currently sitting at $1.15. Bucks plus three, minus 105, over, under, and even 56. That's a big number. That's a big number. People are expecting points in this game. They're expecting a close game. Obviously, the last time the Pats were in there was 13-3 against those Rams. And then, of course, Kansas City was there last year against San Fran and fell behind and came back late in a fourth-quarter comeback. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady. That's all the NFL wants to talk about, and that's all they should talk about. It's the old versus the new. It's the GOAT versus the kid that has a chance to take all of his titles by the time it's all over. Who can stop Pat Mahomes? Who can ever stop Tom Brady? It's going to be interesting to find out, but there's more to this game. There is more to this game than these two quarterbacks. In fact, I think this decision has to be made when it comes to this Kansas City offensive line. Eric Fisher tearing his Achilles in the AFC Championship game is a terrible injury to have. And I understand that the guy who was replacing him played 75% of the snaps, but he didn't play it at left tackle. He played it at right tackle, and that's a whole new beast, especially when you saw what happened to my Green Bay Packers when they had backup tackles trying to protect against this fearsome Tampa Bay line. Pat Mahomes is in that offense by Eric Bieniemy, who still somehow is not a head coach somewhere. It likes to get the ball out quick, but those Tyreek Hill plays... That wasp play that you saw in NFL films over and over again, that was a play that took some time to develop, and Pat Mahomes needed the protection. Drew, do you see this offensive line and the injuries around it factoring into this game at all, or is Kansas City too good as that locomotive continue to move forward? Well, Tony, I've thought about this game a lot, and I'm really stressed out because, you know, as you know, I have the Kansas City Futures Super Bowl ticket at 4-1. to one. Um, Wait, I'm looking at... Oh, I also have the Tampa Bay Bucks future Super Bowl ticket at plus 725. Wow. 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 Christmas in February, boys, like you said, Dangles. Uh, I'm in a very good position here because I don't have to worry about necessarily this spread. However, I will say this, Tony. I've thought long and hard about this offensive line injury, and this game to me uh, is clear, just like last year was clear. If you remember our show last year, we talked San Francisco, KC, 
You know, San Francisco had a very specific game script that they needed to happen for them to win. And they basically accomplished that up until seven minutes left in the game. And Patrick Mahomes took over and they scored 21 unanswered points. I feel very, very similar to this year. Very, very similar. Tampa Bay clearly has a better defense. Clearly, they have Tom Brady, the GOAT, TB12, who's clearly better than Jimmy G. However, I think we saw a little we we saw the Chiefs undervalued against the the upstart Buffalo Bills because they do without question have the best quarterback living, the best tight end slash big slot receiver living, and the best playmaking wide receiver in all the land. Now, if you want to get in front of Pat Mahomes because of some offensive line questions and you know don't want to look the devil in the eye and bet against Brady, be my guest. I'll tell you what, it's not going to be me. It just won't be me. I will shake the goat's hand. I will shake the goat's hand and let me. How's this for a take? If Tom Brady wins this game, if he wins this game, is this literally his greatest accomplishment in his entire career? When you actually sit down and think about if he beats the Andy Reid led Kansas City Chiefs with the best quarterback, the best tight end, the best receiver as a three point underdog in his literally home stadium in his first year. In Tampa Bay, is that his best accomplishment ever? I would argue it is. I believe the twenty-eight argue, to three I, will be Tom I, Brady's greatest accomplishment, but I believe if he wins this, it is his greatest season by far. Drew. It, it, well, Tony, I just, I just keep. I, listen, I, I know these teams are different since they met in the regular season. I understand that. I do, and I, I, I understand and respect the Chiefs' offensive line issues and their injuries. I do. I really respect it. And who knows if Mahomes toes one hundred percent, blah blah blah. But all I can think about that first matchup was Tyreek Hill had over two hundred yards receiving in the first half. Patrick yep. Mahomes was 37-49 for 462 and three touchdowns, and they basically played cat and mouse the second half just to just to hold the ball. I, yep. I, I, lit, I literally think what we're seeing from this Kansas City Chiefs is what we saw five years ago in the NBA with the Golden State Warriors, something we've never even seen before. We don't really know what we're watching. That's what I'm predicting. I just I cannot, I cannot get in the way of them. I didn't last year, and I was so happy. When they were down 2010 and they and, and, and they completed that long pass to Tyreek Hill and the comeback started and they end up winning that game by eleven. I just yep. cannot, under any circumstance, get in front of them knowing that the GOAT is on the other sideline. I can't do it. So you 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 can kind of guess where, where where I'm heading with this. I I feel you. And it, it all it all makes sense, which is why I was so surprised to go back to the propaganda that you took a bunch of Travis Kelsey props, because to me, I love Travis Kelsey as a receiver and he produces against almost anybody. But these linebackers and the and the slot uh, uh, corners that they have are so good in the middle of the field and the scheme that Bowles creates is so good in the middle of the field. I don't think it's a Kelsey day. I do think it's a Tyreek Hill day. He destroys teams like this, especially if they're going to try and cover him one on one with a Carlton Davis or a Sean Murphy bunting. It's over. It's over if that's the case. I do trust in Todd Bowles, however, and in this offensive, uh, this defensive line to get good pressure. That in the beginning, it's going to be a little bit tough for Kansas City to produce at the way they're set to produce. We've seen over and over from last year's playoffs and this year's playoffs and this year's regular season, Kansas City has trouble getting out of the gate early. And Tom Brady has led this uh, Tampa Bay team to entering the field ready to score immediately. And the thing is, Green Bay came back because they had Aaron Rodgers, but also Tom Brady and Mike Evans got together to throw three interceptions in the second half and let Green Bay back into the game. I don't know if that happens again, but 
I see Tampa Bay getting getting ahead early here and, and having control of this game from the outset. That's just how I see this this game sort of going down. Let's talk about the point total, though. Dangles, 56 is a huge number, a very large number. Both of these teams can score 30, though. You've bet the Tampa Bay individual over a couple of times this playoffs. You've bet the Kansas City individual over a couple of times this playoffs. All of them is hit. Do you think 56 points is a guarantee over, or are you hesitant? I, I'm not hesitant. Um, I, I don't know if I would go as far as to say it's a guarantee over, but I feel pretty good about that, this, that these two teams can put 56 up. I mean, you know, by themselves. Look, the, the Chiefs could put up 40 all on their own, depending on the kind of day uh, that they have. And, and when mm. we know Tom Brady is, you know, I, I can't stress enough how much I think different this offense is and much different a quarterback he is. I think there's going to be a lot of points scored because Tampa Bay's offense is built around going deep and again i said earlier in the podcast i just think it's going to be a slugfest it's tough you want to you want to root for points when it's super bowl whether you're watching at home or whether you're socially distanced with your friends you don't want to be rooting for the under when there's a super bowl on but if 56 is a very 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 large number and i will say kansas city's defense shut down josh allen and the buffalo bills shut them down made it so you could not pass the ball at all but the thing is Buffalo Bills uh, skill position players was Stefan Diggs and a bunch of nobodies. You know, John Brown, you can cover with a single person. Cole Beasy, you can cover with a single person. But Stefan Diggs, they had a man and a man over the top covering that guy. And you can't do that against Tampa Bay because of their litany of weapons. You want to double Mike Evans? Fine. We have Antonio Brown on the other side. Scotty Miller can make a play if you need him to. And as Drew said, he doesn't like Godwin in this game. But if you leave the middle of the field open and have a one-on-one against Godwin, he's proven that he can beat you. And then they have this Johnson kid. If you throw it anywhere near him, he'll just flop to the ground and get a flag. This team team makes plays no matter where they go with all of their players. I think Kansas City's defense is in trouble trying to stop this team. Tampa Bay's defense on the other side, Drew talked about how they're playing the best quarterback, the best tight end, the best wide receiver in football. That is a fact. But they have players on that side. And if Antoine Winfield is allowed to come back as well and be the heavy hitter in that run game and try to punch people in the mouth a little bit, he is the Tyrion Matthew of that team. It's going to be interesting to see which defense makes a play and which offense makes a mistake. There's a lot of interception props out there that none of us took, but they're out there for good money because they don't expect the QBs to make a mistake. I do expect these QBs to make some mistakes just because I think this defense, especially on Tampa Bay side, is going to make some plays. Now, if you live in a state that allows online gambling, you are ready to dive in not only before this game, but during this game. And when I give you my backup, the Brinks truck pick, it's going to come with a caveat because hand to God, I don't know who wins this game. Kansas City, Tampa Bay, I don't know who wins this game. I don't know how many points are in this game. I don't know who covers, who 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 takes the points. And I have no idea what the end result will be. But what I can guarantee you, other than my Mecole Hardman prop from earlier, what I can guarantee you is the Bucks are going to be the first team to lead in this game. And the Bucks are going to be the, taking into the first quarter and maybe even the first half with a lead. And my pick, my backup, the Brinks truck pick, is Tampa Bay to lead in the first quarter at plus 175. That's Moneyline first quarter Tampa Bay, plus 175. There is also Tampa Bay in the first half if you want to take an adjusted line to be Tampa Bay leading at minus 1.5 in the first half to be plus 150. That's not my back of the Brinks truck pick because you don't know when Patty Mahomes is going to turn it on. But I guarantee you Tampa Bay comes out first, comes out on top early, and is leading this game going into the first quarter at plus 175. And then... If you're like Drew and you live in a state that has live gambling, 
see what that uh, Pat Mahomes money line is as soon as that team is down a little bit and Tom oh. Brady looks like he's unstoppable. Get to play both sides of the coin a little bit. All right, Shea for the Sharp, what do you have for the backup the Brinks truck pick, my guy? Tony, not bad logic there, man. Um, I, I, I do think actually Tampa will get the ball first as, as Kansas City has deferred. And the last two times Tampa took the ball first in the last two weeks of regular season, uh, they went down and scored. So it wouldn't surprise me in this rare form that Tampa wins a coin toss. They get the ball first. They, they, they put points on the board, you and your bet. And I like betting live um, on Kansas City if they're behind. And you said you don't know who's going to win. In my mind, I do know who's going to win. And it's not going to be Tampa Bay. Um, I will shake the goat's hand. I, I, I know what I'm doing, right? Like, I, I, I'm fully, like, I will pay to see TB12 beat this team. I'll do it. So as you know, uh, I'm invested on both sides because of some great future tickets. I'm going to take some potential earnings from a Tampa Bay win. I'm going to do exactly what I said in the Schaefer, uh, the Sharp gambling school. I'm going to wait till about five minutes before kickoff and place a couple units uh, on the Kansas City money line, I think by the time it, we we start uh, this game, I will be I will be invested on the under. However, the backup the Brinks truck bet, which I love and I adore, the last twenty games, twenty Super Bowls, fifteen four and one more points scored in the second half than the first half. Tampa Bay, we all know it. We all know it well. Or sorry, Tampa Bay. Tom Brady, TB twelve. In nine games, nine games as a Super Bowl quarterback, his New England Patriots have scored a combined three points in the first quarter. Three points. We saw the Chiefs kind of start slow last year. We've, they're known to start slow anyway. I think this is a game where they find their footing. No one wants to make a mistake. They're a little tight. Back up the Brinks truck, baby. Under 27.5. First half points. I love it. I love it. I love it. Under 27 and a half, first half, back up the Brinks truck, Schaefer the Sharp, take it to the bank. Very, very interesting to take, a, to take a Super Bowl under, but again, the logic is behind it, and Schaefer is our resident Sharp. Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, close out our Super Bowl Sunday show, back on the airwaves, the West Coast Gamblers, ready to start off the rest of the year by making you money. Dangles, what do you got for your back up the Brinks truck pick? for Super Bowl 55. Well, look, uh, like most things, I'm trying to keep it simple, stupid here and just uh, just just win some money. Look, I, I don't know a lot about this game either. I think there are a lot of question marks about this game. And that's the kind of thing that makes betters nervous, right? And, you know, you don't like uncertainties. You like lots of, lots of certainties, like things that are sure things. What I'm pretty sure about betting on is my quarterback. What I'm pretty sure about betting on is Tom Brady. What I'm pretty sure about betting on is his ability to win Super Bowls because I've seen him go to so many, and I've seen him win the vast majority of them. So, guys, I'm just going to keep it simple here. I'm taking the Tampa Bay to cover the three-and-a-half-point spread. Now, if Tom Brady does this, I know I know we're going to end the show. We've gone long, but it's the Super Bowl. Give me a little bit of string here. If Tom Brady does this, is he the greatest athlete of all time? I already believe he's the greatest football player of all time, period. Greatest quarterback, period. Is he the greatest athlete of all time up there with Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell and Michael Jordan up there with Wayne Gretzky? Who else has won seven of the 55 Super Bowls, been to 10 of them? And this one with a new team on the first year. Well, he's he's certainly he's listen. He could lose by a hundred. He's still in that conversation of of, yeah. of the Chamberlains. I I think the only players, uh, Michael Jordan because he never lost in the finals and he took a two year hiatus and he came back and he did it again. Tiger Woods, who just changed the face of a sport forever. 
Mm-hmm. And then Gretzky, whose statistics are so outrageously better than anyone in his respective sport. Brady's already in that conversation mm-hmm. in the Mount Rushmore, in my opinion. Those are the Mount Rushmore athletes in the entire world, entire history of mankind. But like I said, if he wins this, I think it's his greatest accomplishment. And I think he sets himself up for if he were to win like one more post 45 and actually get to an even snowman and he's 45 years old. Like I, 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 I think, I think he's the best athlete ever to do anything. Yes. And then on the other side of it, Patrick Mahomes to win two in his first three years of quarterbacking to be this young and this good and to be able to take one from the goat in the big game God, that's a hell of a way to start a career, man. And they paid him boatloads and boatloads of money, and it might be a it, it might be a bargain by the time this this podcast airs. Okay, that that's how good Pat Mahomes is. A lot on the line, a lot on the line. Antonio Brown has a chance to win the Super Bowl. Le'Veon Bell has a chance to win the Super Bowl. Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich, all these names, all these people. It's going to be a beautiful thing to watch on Sunday. My only hope, gentlemen, my only hope is that it's decided by the two teams wearing shoulder pads, not the team wearing stripes. That's my only hope, because as a Green Bay fan, I will be forever scarred by the end of that NFC Championship game. But that is the end of our Super Bowl Sunday podcast. That is the end of the return of the West Coast Gamblers for Tony Cavallo, for Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, for Schaefer the Sharp, Drew Schaefer Crookston, Mr. Matthew Staffordless, Jared Goff having Drew Schaefer Crookston. This is the West Coast Gamblers, and this is Super Bowl Sunday. Are you boys excited? Are you ready? Because this is the show that makes you Monday, and I am ready for some football. I'll see you boys on Sunday. Have you ever wanted to know how to win a Formula One Grand Prix? I mean, really know. Know about the driver tactics from the cockpit, the strategy calls from the pit wall, and even the mind games in the paddock. There's a lot more that goes into winning a Grand Prix than just 90 minutes of racing. So every week on the F1 Strategy Report, we're taking a deep dive into the decisions that shape every result. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and every week I'm joined by an expert guest from the paddock to talk through the big calls that won the race and the missteps that resulted in bitter defeat. Before every race, we'll look back at the previous year's result and consult the current form guide, and we'll be in your feed after every Grand Prix dissecting the the outcome and what it means for the championship. So for your regular hit of Formula One analysis, subscribe to the F1 Strategy Report wherever you get your favourite podcasts. The Strategy Report is a beer mogul podcast on the Evergreen Podcasts Network. My name's Michael Laminato, and I'll catch you after the chequered flag.